You are what you eat. So don't be fast, cheap, easy, or fake. Be careful about reading health books. You may die of a misprint. The first time I see a jogger smiling, I'll consider it. Hello and welcome to episode 410 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a Wellness Wednesday episode. Those were quotes by Mark Twain, Joan Rivers, and Unknown. Who knows? All right. Let's see here. Got a bunch of things lined up to look over and go through and get out of my backlog here. Get through this information, see if we can find anything to help me, you, or someone you know, or see if we learn anything, see what's up. Start out with some healthy breakfast foods, which we've talked about these not long ago, I think, but I think there might be some different ones in here, so let's go through them, even the ones we already did. It's always good to repeat healthy stuff. Eggs are rich in protein and have been shown to increase fullness, reduce food intake later in the day, and enhance weight loss. Wheat germ is high in fiber. Studies show that cereal fiber may help reduce appetite, decrease your risk of weight gain, and keep blood sugar levels stable. So if you're like me and more into intermittent fasting, then you can have fun and have breakfast for dinner. I like breakfast, but I hate having breakfast in the morning. I'd rather have it at night. Uh, breakfast are high, or breakfast, <laughs> bananas are high in fiber, which can keep you feeling fuller longer. Unripe bananas also contain resistant starch, which may help decrease food intake and belly fat. And with having MS and stuff, Bananas are probably a good thing to have in us for spasticity issues, cramping issues. Yogurt is high in protein and has been associated with decreased hunger and food intake, plus a lower risk of weight gain. Just make sure you're not eating the sugar-filled yogurts. Read the labels. Greek yogurts are better for you, they say. So, see what you can find out there, but there are good ones that are bad for you so you gotta check what's in them smoothies can be be a convenient way to increase your intake of fiber and protein to reduce hunger and increase weight loss be sure not to add too many high calorie ingredients smoothies worry me i was totally into them until i found out that drinking your fruit is really bad because it just increases the intake of the sugars in a bad way and your body doesn't process it as well and you need that extra fiber that you're losing out on sometimes from some smoothies that are being juiced and stuff like that i just i don't know not a huge smoothie person anymore but i used to be used to love having a smoothie a day berries are nutrient dense and high in fiber 
Studies show that eating berries may decrease calorie intake and aid weight loss. Grapefruits are low in calories, high in water, and rich in fiber. Studies show that they may increase weight loss and reduce calorie intake and body fat. Just be careful with anything you intake. Make sure you're letting your doctor know if there's anything you got to worry about with your medications or anything. I cannot have grapefruit anymore because of certain heart medications I'm on, which really sucks. And it makes me feel like shit if there's any type of grapefruit extract or anything in something I have medication-wise or whatever. And I just want to get off that medication because I miss my grapefruits. When I lived on the streets of Arizona... There are beautiful pink grapefruit trees that you just go pluck these huge, luscious grapefruits from, and just, they're so sweet. And just, hmm. I lived on those for a while when I was on the streets. And I did not mind that at all. The grapefruit diet is <laughs> one hell of a way to lose weight fast, but it's not beneficial in the long run. All right, coffee has been shown to increase metabolism and fat burning. Long-term coffee consumption may also aid weight control. I still haven't got my taste for coffee back, which sucks. I miss my coffee, my black coffee. Kiwis are high in fiber, including pectin, which may reduce appetite and enhance weight loss. This green tart fruit also acts as a natural laxative to help reduce water weight temporarily. Green tea and its components have been shown to increase fat burning and your number of burnt calories, which could aid weight loss. I'm going to make a batch of iced tea up with some yeah, a bunch of black tea I need to get rid of. Because I bought it hoping that I could handle that since... I don't like tea either anymore. My taste buds got wrecked from COVID or something. But I figured I'd try iced tea form and see if I like it that way. And then I can do the same with the green tea. High in protein and fiber, chia seeds have been shown to increase weight loss, reduce appetite, and stabilize blood sugar levels. I love chia seeds when they're a little bit softened and some... Warm beverage, it's like, they're just fun to pop between your teeth. Oatmeal is low in calories, but high in fiber and protein, which may help increase weight loss. It also contains beta-glucan, which can decrease both blood sugar and appetite. And it's like chia seeds, oatmeal, yogurt. And the next one, flax seeds, and so many of these you can mix together, making awesome little oats that you can leave in your fridge for a week and just warm them up or eat them cold, however you want. Flax seeds are high in soluble fiber and have been shown to increase feelings of fullness and reduce appetite. And nuts are high in fiber, protein, and healthy fats. Studies show that adding nuts to your diet may increase weight loss. So yeah, those are a lot of good tasty foods that you can add however you want to your diet and routine if you can handle those things. Don't eat nuts if you got nut allergies. I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious. People that have nut allergies, some some may also have problems with certain seeds. So I don't know how that works, but. Right. 
be careful. There's Cognifit, Cognifit, C-O-G-N-I-F-I-T dot com is a place if you want to do some cognitive test, testing, cognitive stimulation, all kinds of different things you can find to test and work on your brain. See if they can help you with your cognitive issues. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we got some health benefits. Well, here we go. Health benefits of eating oats and oatmeal. We're just talking about the oats, so you can make a nice little batch of ones with all kinds of other healthy ingredients in them, if you like. But oats are a whole grain that is commonly eaten for breakfast as oatmeal, porridge. But this is the 21st century. You can have your breakfast any time of day now. Oats are rich in carbs and fiber, but also higher in protein and fat than most other grains. They are very high in many vitamins and minerals. Oats contain many powerful antioxidants, including abenanthromides. These compounds may help reduce blood pressure and provide other benefits. Oats are high in the soluble fiber beta-glucan, which has numerous benefits. It helps reduce cholesterol and blood sugar levels, promotes healthy gut bacteria, and increases feelings of fullness. Oats may lower the risk of heart disease by reducing both total and LDL bad cholesterol, as well as protecting LDL from oxidation. Due to the soluble fiber beta-glucan, oats may improve insulin sensitivity and help lower blood sugar levels. So I know I take her, my mother, she's 86 with dementia, and she makes herself her oatmeal every morning, so she gets her oats in her. Sadly, she does the bagged ones and stuff. I I prefer the the rolled gold gold or whatever they are, the more natural ones, the thicker, heavier, bulkier oats. But yeah, it's a good thing to get in your system right away if you do eat breakfast for the day. Make a nice bowl of oats with some fruit maybe on top or something like that. But oatmeal may help you lose weight by making you feel more full. It does this by slowing down the emptying of the stomach and increasing the production of the satiety satiety hormone, PYY. I know that word, but I can't think of how to say it. Satiety, satiety, it sucks. Uh, Colloidal oatmeal, finely ground oats, has long been used to help treat dry and itchy skin. It may help relieve symptoms of various skin conditions, including eczema. I think I need to definitely get back to doing our oats at least once a week, making a nice little badge, because Shelly likes them for work, too. Some research suggests that oats may help prevent asthma in children when fed to young infants. Studies indicate that oat bran 
can help reduce constipation in older adults, significantly reducing the need to use laxatives. Uh, here's a simple oatmeal recipe, a half a cup, cup of rolled oats, one cup of water or milk, and a pinch of salt. Mm. Just combine those ingredients in a pot, bring to a boil, reduce the heat and simmer, and cook the oats, stirring occasionally until soft. And to make it more tastier and nutritious, you can add cinnamon, fruits, nuts, seeds, Greek yogurt. Uh, oats are often included in baked goods. They can be a great addition to a healthy diet. They can be eaten as oatmeal, porridge for breakfast, added to baked goods, and more. And, I don't know, I talk about my recipe, a lot of my favorite recipes a lot. I know, but I, I'll throw my oat one out there again, just in case. But I'd get the oats, and like I said, I like... I got like rolled gold or red mill. I think that's the name. <laughs> the ones I usually buy. And they have the nice thick ones. Or you can get the smaller ones. They're, depends on what size you want and stuff. But uh, I get those. I put equal parts oats and almond milk is what I like to use. I go with the unsweetened almond milk. It's healthier. And then uh, you could use coconut milks, you could use your oat milks, you could use regular milk, whatever you want, whatever you like, whatever you, your body prefers. But uh, I'm an almond milk person. Uh, my wife likes it more, the vanilla almond milk. Uh, or the sweetened. I love the dark chocolate almond milk, and I don't use that on my oats, but that's just to drink some dark chocolate milk once in a while. That's a healthier way to do it. But, uh, yeah, equal parts, oats, and whatever milk. I mean, you could use water, too, if you want. You can use whatever. Whatever trips your trigger. But then I add pure maple syrup, pure honey, uh not necessarily all these things at once. I'm just listing things that I like to put in mine. You can put whatever you want in and mix it. I like to throw a mushroom powder in there and get some good lion's mane, reiki mushroom powders and stuff. Uh, flax seed, chia seeds, any type of seeds that I like to add to things that are healthier. Um, Cinnamon, you do nutmeg, yogurt, thinking that's pretty much, and you could add certain types of dark chocolates or something if you need it or whatever, sweeten it up, add nuts. I just like to have these oats late at night when my teeth are out. Cause I have complete dentures, so it's like, it's just, I don't like putting <laughs> nuts or anything hard in there. 
uh, any type of fruit you could throw in there. I love blueberries. They're a great, highly nutritious antioxidant to throw into foods. But yeah, I know I'm forgetting some things, but those are a good start. Uh, you could add uh, some, ah, uh, my brain just went empty the root the ginger ginger powder if you want or some grated ginger to give it that little kick but yeah i love those oats all right what do we got next paleo diet this is i was into looking into checking it out and doing it i did it I followed it for a little while. It's all right. But I still like building my own style diet. But if you are interested in getting into a paleo diet, paleolithic humans diets vary depending on availability and location. The basic concept of the paleo diet is to eat whole foods and avoid processed foods. Avoid foods like these, foods and ingredients like the following, sugar and high fructose corn syrup, soft drinks, fruit juices, table sugar, candy, pastries, ice cream, etc. Grains including breads and pastas, wheat, spelt, rye, barley, etc. Legumes like beans, lentils, and many more. Dairy, avoid most dairy, especially low-fat. Some versions of paleo do include full-fat dairy like butter and cheese. Uh, some vegetable oils, soy, soybean oil, sunflower oil, cottonseed oil, corn oil, grapeseed oil, safflower oil, and others. Trans fats found in margarine and various processed foods, usually referred to as hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oils. Artificial sweeteners like aspartame, sucralose, cyclomates, saccharin, ecosulfame, potassium, ecosulfame, potassium. That's one thing. Uh, use natural sweeteners instead. Highly processed foods like everything labeled diet or low fat or that has many additives includes artificial meal meal replacements. Basically avoid all processed foods and ingredients including the things that we just talked about. Foods you should eat on a paleo diet. You should base your diet on whole, unprocessed paleo foods like meats, like beef, lamb, chicken, turkey, pork, and others. Fish and seafood like salmon, trout, haddock, shrimp, shellfish, and so on. Choose wild caught if if you can, or catch your own if you can, if you're lucky enough to be somewhere. Where you can go fishing all the time. Uh, eggs, choose free range, pastured, or omega 3 enriched eggs. And 
everybody nowadays has their own chicken coop. Uh, vegetables, including broccoli, kale, peppers, onions, carrots, tomatoes, etc. I thought tomato was a fruit, not a vegetable. Uh, fruits like apples, bananas, oranges, pears, avocados, strawberries, blueberries, and more. Tuber- tubers like potatoes, sweet potatoes, yams, turnips, etc. Nuts and seeds like almonds, macadamia nuts, walnuts, hazelnuts, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, and more. Healthy fats and oils like extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, and others. Salt and spices, sea salt, garlic, turmeric, rosemary, and so on. Try to choose grass-fed, pasture-raised, and organic if you can afford it. If not, just make sure to always go for the least least processed options. Yeah, eat whole unprocessed foods like what we just talked about. You can also use the paleo diet as a starting point, adding in a few other healthy foods like grass-fed butter and gluten-free grains. That's kind of like where I was going until everything went to shit again on me. Uh, When following the paleo diet, you can indulge in small amounts of red wine and dark chocolate from time time to time. Uh, Water should be your drink of choice when following the paleo diet. Many people also drink tea and coffee. So, so yeah. They uh, actually they got a sample 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 paleo menu for one week. Let's look at this. Monday you can have for breakfast eggs and vegetables fried in olive oil, one piece of fruit. Uh, Lunch you can have a chicken salad with olive oil, and a handful of nuts. These nuts. Uh, dinner, you can have burgers, no bun, fried in butter. With vegetables and some salsa. Mmm. i just cram that all together and have it for one meal. Stick with my <laughs> intermittent fasting style, and that would be just the whole meal for today. Tuesday, let's see, let's look at another one here. Bacon and eggs with a piece of fruit for breakfast. Leftover burgers from the night before. (laughs) And salmon fried in butter with vegetables for dinner. Wednesday, meat and vegetables. Leftovers from the night before. Uh, Lunch is a sandwich in a lettuce leaf with meat and fresh vegetables. And dinner is ground beef stir-fry with vegetables and some berries. Sounds like boring meals that I would probably definitely fall off of. So I would, I'm going to stick with my style. I kind of like that better. But yeah. Uh, let's see, do we have anything? interesting going on nowadays we do have spring here various one and this portion without getting into something and having to jump over the other second part of the segment by jumping back into something so let's see here 
It is finally getting back to decent weather. We're down to 70s again in Wisconsin. We had had 80s to 90s all last week. It was it was warm, but not bad. As I actually did a lot of stuff outside. Still waiting for the septic guy to come and pump the septic tank. I <laughs> uh, got that dug out and waiting for him. And been doing the hikes, trying every day to go at least once up the hill and go sit up on the hill, do some drawing or some reading or some writing or whatever. Been having fun, go up, go up there like yesterday, went up a couple times. Second time I went up, the wife came up and then the cat followed and the cat Played in the alfalfa field. It's at the top of our hill. We got it. There's like probably about 80 acres of alfalfa that I look over, and the cat just go was going out there. It's his height right now, so he can just hide in it and just lay there and watch for critters to come across his path. And horribly torture them. <laughs> but yeah, that was enjoyable. I've been able to do that at least. I think I got out every day last week. Except for maybe one. There might have been one day that it was so damn hot. That after running around, yeah, I think dump day or something like that. I had to go up there with the truck and load a barrel of pine needles and crap like that. That we have up, piled up in top of the yard and I think by the time I was done running around on that day with being in the 90s and shit I was just wiped out and never made never got to do the hike up the hill that day but we've been making it up there each day with the walker at least once a day sometimes twice a day and then I found out that we have hundreds of Gypsy moth pouches, if you ever see little tan fuzzy pouches on your trees or anywhere in your yard. Or it could be in your house if they sneak in and <laughs> plant a few. But the damn things, uh, all of a sudden you'll see a bunch of little black worm looking things all over it. And apparently the gypsy moths lay those in fall and when they're in moth form. And those patches turn into the caterpillars that turn into the moss. And each pouch has about 500 eggs in it. And I had over 100 egg egg pouches on one tree. So that would be what, like 50,000 eggs or whatever, 5,000. But uh, of those giant fuzzy crawly they're long black caterpillars with constant rings of fuzzy spikes going around them when they get big before they go to cocoon and then turn into their moth form and then you have these big hard shelled beetle bodies stuck all over your trees where they hatch these larvae hatching things where they hatch into the moth but 
I had tons of them. I looked it up, and if you take uh, vegetable oil with a little bit of dish soap in it and a bunch of water and mix it up and spray it on them, it wipes them out and it takes them out pretty damn quick because I hit them, hit a batch and went in, filled the bottle again, go back outside and they're all dried up and done for. And it's just, I hate killing, killing things, but I'm sorry. Those things just take over the whole yard. They eat all, eat up the trees and they just, yeah, it's just, no. You can't reproduce that much. That's not fair. If you had just a few babies, I'd be fine with it. But not 500 per sack when I got hundreds of sacks all over my trees. But I walked the whole yard. Back the yard's good to go. If you can put uh, bird feeders up with sunflower seeds, you'll have the birds that like to eat those things. So you'll see the sacks with the hole in the middle. Those are ones that the birds ate up the, the insides on. But, yeah, so my back trees, I had hardly any, and the few I did see had holes in them. So the birds got those. And the front yard, I have two, four, five, six, seven trees that had tons of cocoons on them. So I'm going to be putting some sunflower seeds out in the front yard, too, this week. But I'm out of time now, so we're going to end it here, and we'll get back with more health stuff right after this. Okay, let's get back to some more health stuff. Talk about some nutrient-dense vegetables. Veggies are always good. You can mix them into anything. Get these stupid advertisements off my screen. Spinach provides several antioxidants and is especially rich in vitamin K. It may benefit heart health and reduce disease risk. How did he do that? What was that? Popeye's little thing that he used to do. Eats eats me spinach. Uh-oh, I'm getting attacked by the putty tat. Putty tat a cat. Putty tat. Putty cat attack. That's a tongue twister. Send that into... Dang it. I am getting tied up with my cat at the moment. Trying to get him tucked in. But yeah. Send that into Rolf Garmin for a little tongue twister. All right. Carrots are especially high in beta carotene, which your body converts into vitamin A. They're high in antioxidant content. That may be linked to a lower risk of certain cancers, including lung and colorectal cancer. Uh, I'm making a... It's kind of hard. I got to get try and see if I can find myself a nice little wireless uh, microphone or some type of headset thing because it... The cat likes to jump up on my lap at least a couple times a week when I'm doing it. And then he gets caught in the K2 
cables and this cables like 15 20 feet long which is nice when i'm upstairs working i gotta walk to the door to let the cat in and out from my chair area but yeah we'll eventually get this whole podcasting area pretty awesome hopefully maybe by episode 500 (laughs) but we have started video stuff so look for those if you have access to them it should be on Spotify, but I don't know how to find them yet. So I'll still make them, even though I can't watch them. <laughs> uh, broccoli contains sulf- sulforaphane, a compound that may protect against cancer. It's also loaded with vitamins and minerals. Studies show that garlic may help lower triglyceride and co- cholesterol levels. Some studies suggest that garlic may help decrease blood sugar levels and help prevent cancer, but more research is needed. Brussels sprouts contain KM-Kemphorol, an antioxidant that may protect against oxidative damage to your cells and help prevent, prevent chronic disease. They're rich in fiber and many other essential nutrients. And they taste so good when they're pickled and are in my old-fashioned, my brandy old-fashioned sweet. Mm. Damn, I haven't had one of those in about a year. I go for a nice little salmon dinner with some a few old-fashions. Brussels sprouts, yeah. Maybe a little bonfire. Kale is high in vitamins A, C, and K, as well as antioxidants. Studies show that kale may support healthy blood sugar and cholesterol levels. Green peas are high in fiber, which supports digestive health. They also contain plant compounds called saponins, which may have anti-cancer effects. And you can get those in tuna casserole, which I just made last week a big batch of. It's like the way I make my tuna casserole. I make a a big bag or two medium-sized bags of egg noodles. I just soften them up a little bit. Toss them in my huge casserole dish. And then I'll mix up a bunch of, a couple cups of peas. Uh, use the... Well, I like to use broccoli cheese, uh, broccoli cheddar soup, canned soup. I'll use three, three cans of that, or four cans of that, with four cans of tuna, and four cups, I believe, of, you can use whatever milk you want. I usually use 2% just because of, it bakes better than using the almond milks or the coconut milks and stuff. The oat milk might work out better with it, but I, I'll try that sometime. Then, of course, cook it 300 for an hour and then top it with some shredded cheese and cook it till it's bubbly. The cheese is bubbly. Um trying to think if there was anything else yeah that's all i 
I do with it, but it's way better than using the mushroom soup or something like that. It's just that broccoli cheese, broccoli cheddar soup. Just gives it a little more oomph to it. That way you get broccoli and peas in your uh, tuna casserole. All right. Swiss chard is packed with vitamins and minerals. Some animal studies even indicate that it may lessen symptoms of type 2 diabetes. Beets are rich in several nutrients and contain nitrates, which may improve blood sugar levels and athletic performance. Asparagus is especially high in folate, which may help prevent neural tube irregularities during pregnancy. One animal study also showed that this veggie may reduce oxidative stress and prevent liver and kidney damage. And we just had lots, lots of asparagus the past few weeks because they had such great deals on it in spring. I actually miss it now that we haven't had it in a week or so. Red cabbage is high in fiber, vitamin C, and anthocyanins. Some animal studies suggest that it may help decrease LDL, bad cholesterol levels, decrease weight gain, and reduce oxidative stress. Sweet potatoes are high in beta-carotene, which may decrease your risk of lung cancer. They may also help regulate blood sugar and cholesterol levels. And they taste like chat. Uh, Collard greens are high in calcium, which plays a role in many aspects of health. Eating this leafy green and other nutrient-dense veggies frequently is associated with a reduced risk of glaucoma and certain types of cancer. Cauliflower is rich in several anti-cancer compounds and serves as a great low-carb low-calorie alternative to rice, potatoes, and flour, and it's come a long way. I mean, you gotta look at the ingredients to see if there's any bad shit in them and stuff, but there are a lot of nice pre-done, ready-to-go cauliflower rices, cauliflower mashed potatoes, cauliflower pizza crust, uh, just tons of different cauliflower and broccoli tots and they have all the vegetables are they got zucchini noodles all that shit now it's so easily accessible in the freezer section and they all so far the ones that i've tried have all cooked up well even the cauliflower mashed potatoes they they're a little watery but we'll have them for a meal and everybody at the table feels they're just as good an alternative as mashed potatoes and they even even with the watery consistency to them they still texture up good and reheat for a second or third time around so they've gotten pretty impressive with stuff early in the day and eh. Spaghetti noodles now made from vegetables and stuff. They got some really good ones. Try them out. Don't be afraid. Uh, 
Yeah, lentils, stuff made from lentils. All right, what's next? Some benefits of green tea. Is there any benefits of green tea? Of course there is. Green tea is lowered with polyphenol antioxidants, including a catechin called EGCG. These antioxidants can have various beneficial effects on health. Green tea contains less caffeine than coffee, but enough to produce an effect. It also contains the amino acid L-theanine, which can work synergistically with caffeine to improve brain function. And I don't think that works for all of them because I buy my green tea that's doesn't have caffeine in it so green tea may boost metab metabolic metabolic i just words are hard today <laughs> metabolic rate and increase fat burning in the short term although not all studies agree to that they're still always testing things and then things are constantly being changed the rules constantly change. Green tea has powerful antioxidants that may protect against cancer. Multiple studies show that green tea drinkers have a lower risk of various types of cancer. The bioactive compounds in green tea can have various protective effects on the brain. They may reduce the risk of dementia, a common neurodegenerative disorder in older adults and my mom loves her green tea now we got her on it and she drinks it hell she has two three cups a day most days i don't know if she'll do it as much in summertime that's why i want to get the iced tea going the cat catechins in green tea may inhibit the growth of bacteria in the mouth reducing the risk of bad breath. Some controlled studies show that green tea may cause mild reductions in blood sugar levels. It may also lower the risk of type 2 diabetes. Green tea may lower total and LDL bad cholesterol, as well as protect the LDL particles from oxidation. Studies show that people who drink green tea have a lower risk of cardiovascular disease. Some studies show that green tea may lead to increased weight loss. It may be particularly effective at reducing the dangerous abdominal fat. And studies show that people who drink green tea may live longer than those who don't. So what the hell, why not have a couple cups? It's good for you. And they have so many green tea-based teas nowadays that you can get any type of flavor you want or make your own flavors or add stuff to your teas like honey, cinnamon, chia seeds, whatever. All right. Let's end this up with some ingredients we, you may not have heard of but should you should add to your next meal. See what they want us to use. Mesquite. 
not the barbecue kind. The mesquite plants, bark, and pods have been used in South and North America for thousands of years as a natural sweetener. Its low glycemic index rating means it may help to balance blood sugar. It's full of fiber and protein and has a dreamy dreamy vanilla-like earthy flavor. It's great to use in smoothies and in baking. I would think you'd like that in like coffee and tea too. And it's especially delicious when paired with cacao. Try it in your mocha lattes or hot chocolate. Goji berries. These little powerhouse berries from the Himalayas, also known as wolf berries, are an incredible source of vitamin C, vitamin A, antioxidants, copper, selenium, and protein. Because of their impressive nutritional profile, goji berries provide eight essential amino acids. They've been used in Chinese medicine for more than 2,000 years. They're considered helpful for boosting vitality and metabolism. And they're a fiber-rich, crunchy addition to cereal or smoothie bowls that will help you help keep you full longer. You can also steep dried goji berries in hot water to make a lovely caffeine-free goji berry tea. And it's like another great thing to add to our super oats that I like to make. Spirulina and E3 Live. Spirulina, a colorful blue-green algae, is one of the most nutrient-packed foods on the planet. Rich in vitamins B1, B2, and B3. Iron, copper, and protein. While spirulina has been around for a while, its cousin E3 Live has grown in popularity recently and is responsible for the blue food trend. Think unicorn lattes, blue smoothies, and yogurt bowls. Both algae, both algae stand out not only with their mermaid-like looks, but also with their vitamin and mineral profile that includes essential fatty acids, making them incredible energy boosters. Spirulina and E3 Live are best added to a smoothie or a salad dressing. Make sure you start small so that the algae doesn't overpower your food. Hmm. Might have to try that for a little boost. Ooh, these we we all love. <laughs> At least I do. Our cordyceps. If you've not added mushrooms into your diet, it's time to try it. Medicinal mushrooms have been consumed by humans for thousands of years. And science has been revealing more and more benefits that the mushroom kingdom has to offer to the vitality and health of humans, as well as the planets. Cordyceps have been used in Chinese medicine for many years to treat fatigue, low sex drive, and other conditions. When buying cordyceps, look for full-spectrum powder and add it to your lattes or smoothies. If you're looking to optimize exercise performance, encourage heart health, lower inflammation, 
and potentially help manage type 2 diabetes. These are even studies that show that cordyceps can show slow down the growth of tumors. If you're curious to learn more about the mysterious powerful of the mushroom kingdom, check out. Uh, they have a podcast interview that someone did with a mycologist, Jason Scott. But they give you a click on thing. They don't tell you what the stuff is up front. So you can search that up. Ashwagandha. This medicinal herb has been getting a lot of hype. And for a good reason, it's believed to help manage stress, anxiety, and depression, lower blood sugar levels, and boost brain function. Plus, it's being studied for possible anti-cancer properties. While ashwagandha Sanskrit is for smell of the horse, while ashwagandha is Sanskrit for smell of the horse, the taste is not all over, not at all overpowering if you add a half a teaspoon to your smoothie or match, matcha latte. This person usually goes for maca in their morning elixirs on days when they need more energy and for ashwagandha when they want to support in managing stress. And there's maca, this Peruvian superfood, also known as Peruvian ginseng, is a cruciferous root vegetable that's most often found in powder form, which is made from its root. Maca tastes deliciously earthy and is one of of the go-to pantry staples. Try adding it to your smoothies, lattes, oatmeal, and sweet treats for a noticeable caffeine-free energy boost that can also help balance hormones. It's also believed to enhance fertility and boost sex drive. Then there's kudzu, or kuzu, K-U-D-Z-U, or K-U-Z-U, a root native to Japan, Kudzu has been used in Chinese medicine for centuries for its anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. With its thick consistency, this stomach-soothing herb makes a great thickener for sauces or a creamy base for smoothies. That might be good for nauseousness from medications and stuff that I take too. It is believed to help strengthen your digestive and circulatory systems, help calm your body, and potentially treat hangovers and headaches. Hmm. I don't get hangovers anymore. That's weird in my old age. Got them when I was younger, though. Kudzu usually comes in dried form, which is used to make a thick, creamy pudding. And then you can look up a recipe for that. This person likes to eat plain kudzu pudding made with coconut milk or coconut milk powder when they have stomach problems. It looks really good, the stuff, the pictures from the recipes. Mm, I want to try it. 
activated charcoal is everywhere. It's in your medicine cabinet, on your beauty shelf, and in your food. While this trend is fairly new to the Western wellness and food worlds, it's long been used as a natural treatment for a variety of health concerns. In Ayurveda and Chinese medicine, to help reduce cholesterol, promote kidney function, and as an emergency poison treatment. Activated charcoal is highly absorbent, which means that it binds other chemicals to its porous surface, which subsequently means that it can act as a magnet for toxins. A note of caution, however, activated charcoal absorbs or binds many different chemicals and doesn't distinguish between the good and the bad ones. So in addition to toxins, it can also absorb medications, supplements, and nutrients in foods. You can try charcoal on its own with water or in a detoxifying morning drink with lemon. You're going to have to look up that recipe for more Culinary inspiration, get creative by looking up different types of charcoal recipes online. And then black seed oil, a newer addition to the list. Black seed oil comes from nigella sativa, a small shrub, and has been used internally and topically on skin for thousands of years. Black seed oil is currently being studied for potential health benefits in several areas, including managing diabetes and increasing fertility in men by improving sperm count and mobility because it contains thiomaquinone, an anti-inflammatory compound. It may also have tumor-reducing properties. Uh, There's black seed oil capsules you can use to boost your immunity when you're about to catch a cold or something. And you can keep it on hand in liquid form to use in cooking, lattes, and salad dressings. So there's a variety of things that may or may not be beneficial for you to try out. I know I'm going to try some of these. I learned a bunch of things today that I want to get in my pantry that I could definitely make up a good variety of different batches of things that the wife can use for her lunches. And I can have for late night snacks and stuff like that. So, Because I like to do my fasting between basically 6 to 10 p.m. is when I eat. Sometimes 4 to 10. Once in a great while, we'll go out early, like stupidly. This last Saturday, we went to the Arch Chen's Buffet and got a Chinese buffet <laughs> where I mass murdered a few families of shrimp. I had some calamari some shrimp, a few different spicy shrimp, uh, shirt, um, oh, breaded shrimp and different type of sauce shrimps and 
There you they go. had calamari out. They had some white fish. Tried multiple types of sushi again, including some raw salmon on rice beds and some other things with my with a good sized dollop of uh, what you call it, the green sauce. The, uh, can't think of it spicy stuff but uh, uh what else was mixed in my gut oh they had some cooked mussels in the shell uh, of course crab rangoons And some other Chinese vegetable and noodle mixes and stuff like that. And, of course, a little bowl of ice cream, chocolate vanilla ice cream inside with some sprinkles. And <laughs> a couple little desserts on the end, little sponge cakey things. And some strawberries and banana and pineapple with juice over them. I don't know, there was a variety, just a ton of different things, but I basically ate too damn much and suffered for it because my stomach was overfull to the point that I think I bruised my side stomach muscles as they were bruised feeling for a couple days <laughs> after. But yeah, that's not a good thing to do, especially early before our podcast i had to suffer through that podcast i i didn't let it show much but oh my god i was hurting <laughs> i was so looking forward to that that one to get over with but uh yeah i forgot why why i brought that up what i was talking about but that was some very good interesting Food that I shouldn't do, but I'm just hooked on that that buffet. But all right, that's it for today. Hope you have a good one. Stay healthy. Kick the shit out of monster. Rate, review, tell a friend. Subscribe. Send questions, comments to Kevin the Duckpool at gmail.com. I will gladly mention you and bring it up in the show. Other than that, that's it for today. Be good. I'll talk to you again soon.